What, we some kind of suicide squad? I am Iron Man. I live my life a quarter mile at a time. Server Anakin, I have the high ground. I'm gonna steal the Declaration of Independence. I'm simply saying that life, uh, finds a way. Welcome back to the Big Movie Boys podcast, the only podcast where people are talking, chewing, and scrolling through Facebook while you're trying to listen to it. I'm your host, Jeremy Baum, and with me as always is Bob Liebel. What's up, everybody? And Ben Stitch. What's going on? Bob, I notice you are rocking a new look today. Everyone did this at the beginning of quarantine. You are pulling off the mustache. I'm what, going for it. What was that decision process like? Oh, just pure panic. I was just looking at myself <laughs> in the mirror. Didn't like what I saw. I figured I'd spice it up a little. Go for the uh, the mustache. I'm going to give it probably a solid month of effort. And then when I uh, look like shit, yeah. I'll probably get rid of it. And you also decided to drive a, a white uh, worker's van to this podcast. Too. <laughs> Windowless panel van. <laughs> Yeah, I got a lot of candy in the back, too. <laughs> We're too close to a school for that one, Bob. You might want to consider uh, shaving before the next episode. But uh, we, got a, we got quite an episode for you for a couple of different reasons. We got a lot of great stuff to talk about, and we're, we're shooting from the hip today. This might be shocking to hear if you're a long-time listener, but we do actually kind of have some plan going into these episodes. Not today. Not me. Never. We know what we're <laughs> going to talk about, and that's about it. And the first thing we're going to do is fasten up for F9. Boys, how excited are we? We are, we've crossed the halfway point. I'm probably like, my excitement level is at about zero. And I think I probably went up to like 15%. Probably. Oh, yeah. oh, percent. Yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was a 15 on a 10 point scale. No, 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 no. No, to stay on theme, I uh, I was at a zero as well. I'm a, I'm at five today. Okay, <laughs> fast five. I'm at a fast five today. This is uh, a movie I did not rewatch for this week's Jeremy. I know you you had to, but I think I know this movie as well as any other movie that I've ever seen. The most watched movie in the history of movie. That's just fact. I'm glad to hear it because I've got no notes. No, I'm just we're just going with it. So everyone's seen the movie. So I mean. We're, we in don't theaters. even have to say anything, honestly. Yeah, like yes. everyone's already seen it. But Fast Five picks up exactly where Fast and Furious leaves off. And I thought it didn't. No, it does. Oh, okay. It picks up immediately. So this is still be for Tokyo Drift. We'll get there. <laughs> oh, okay. We uh Dom Toretto's on the bus heading to jail. And we got Brian and Mia and the two guys who helped them at the beginning of Fast and Furious, except we don't really see them at this point. They kind of got written out of this scene at the beginning. You know how they keep trying to commandeer trucks and they keep doing it in the most complicated way possible? The best part of the movie, yeah. In, they decide to not complicate this very much and they just absolutely derail this prison bus, dude. There are dozens of prisoners on this bus, a driver, I got to imagine a handful of guards. They knock this bus out. It rolls like 15 times. Everyone inside would be dead, dead. <laughs> if this was a real situation. But luckily, they cut to news feeds that say, "Luckily, no one was harmed in this bus <laughs> crash," which is bullshit, dude. Everyone would be dead. How come doesn't happen more often? Like the jail buses? How come people don't just fucking crash those and get like their homeboys out? Doesn't seem like it's that hard. Yeah, I gotta think that's the easiest way to break out of prison or right? break your friends don't even out of get prison. In. Yeah. Break out before you get to prison. Well, keep that and keep that in the <laughs> old pick idea bank, guys. For or, you know, I don't know what else to say. Yeah, I might go to jail at some point in my life. <laughs> so they bust Dom out. Dom's the only one unaccounted for in, no, in this newsreel no that we get. And now, now they're wanted. Brian, 
no longer an FBI agent. He's on the FBI most wanted list. Okay. Well, they know. They know that somehow that Brian and me are the ones who not got him out of the bus. I mean, it's pretty obvious. They're like fucking best friends. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> anyone would be able to put that together. To be Brian fair. has a Dom Toretto tattoo on yeah. his back. And then we uh, we go to Brazil, Rio de Janeiro. We meet up with uh, Brian and Mia. They're on the lamb, you know, laying low, staying out of the country. And we don't know where Dom is yet. And they meet up with Vince from The Fast and the Furious, the first movie. Vince is back. We were clamoring this for This is him. not Dom's brother. This is not Dom's brother. <laughs> I mean, it was like, by blood. Vince? This is the movie that introduced, <laughs> introduces the third Familia. F in Fast and Furious, which is family. They hammer it home. <laughs> they hammer home that these people are a family, and they will not let you forget it. Vince has got a job for them, really cool job where they literally are now stealing cars off of a train. And this, I remember that scene. Yeah, I don't remember that scene. How the fuck did they get the, next to the train? This is the scene where I'm they like fly a, off the, they yeah, fly that, off the cliff. Yeah, that's how it ends. They drive off the cliff and like somehow they jump off the car and into the water. It's like it's a okay. mile drop to the water. <laughs> <laughs> and Dom and Brian are both just fine. Physics don't. Physics don't. They are superheroes. Yeah. yeah. Dom especially, right before that's, that happens, and they, Dom takes a crowbar to the back, barely flinches, guy tries to hit him again with a crowbar, catches it. <laughs> it. He is unfazed, dude. Yeah, so they steal a bunch of cars, they kind of double-cross the guy. Like, they're the bad guys in this movie. Yeah. You, they're supposed to be sympathetic, but they kind of put themselves in this situation. Ben is correct, they drive off a cliff, jump into the water, and then they get captured by the bad guy of this movie, Reyes. Reyes? He's uh, kind of a business guy who runs all of Rio. He's, he's the kingpin. And yeah, he's got a lot of cops in his pocket. He does. A lot of crooked... They emphasize all of the crooked cops are chasing you right now so that when they just kill all of them indiscriminately, they're only killing the crooked cops. <laughs> yeah, so but okay. isn't Brian, like, the most crooked cop ever? No, yes. He, yes, but he's killing other crooked cops. So oh, okay, too, so that's fine. More crooked, yeah. Two wrongs make a right. That's what I've always said. So they escape from Reyes' little, little capture area, and a couple DEA agents died on the train, and they're pinning it back on Brian and Dom. Wasn't they're Dom now no. the FBI's most wanted people. I love that. So who do you call to find the most wanted people in the FBI? The Rock. Dwayne The Rock <laughs> Johnson. There's only one. He shows up in this movie, and he is sweaty. <laughs> this dude is glistening for the entire movie. <laughs> Brian and Dom might have jumped into the water, but The Rock always looks like he just came out of the water. <laughs> he is so wet during this entire movie. But he is, He's not the only one. He is so entertaining to watch. He, his one-liners are so great. He's like He runs this little team. And apparently they just have jurisdiction anywhere. They work for the FBI, but they have just free reign to do whatever they want in Brazil, which is pretty sweet. I forgot about that, that he works for the FBI, but he's like, just gets to do whatever the fuck he wants. Is The Rock like possibly one of the worst actors of all time? He's good in this. Everybody likes him. He's good in this, Bob. He plays the same character at every fucking movie. And he nails it. (laughs) (laughs) If it ain't broke, Bob. But, uh... Dom and uh, Brian and Mia, they're going to keep fleeing because now they know the rock's on them and, you know, they're getting blamed for these murders and they're going to flee. But Mia's like, I'm pregnant. Mm. Mia is now pregnant. They're going to expand their family. Oh, shit. Is this why they decide to rob the fucking 
Reyes so guy? they decide one last job. <laughs> they learn that this Reyes guy, they know where all his stash houses are. And they're like, let's just rob this guy for everything he's got. One last job. And then we'll be free. We can we can buy our freedom. That's what they try to do. They're still on the FBI's most wanted list. Yes. <laughs> Is this the greatest heist movie of all time? Maybe. But if they're going to rob Reyes, they need a team. You always need a team. First, they need a chameleon. Someone who can blend in anywhere. Who do they call? Is that ludicrous? I don't remember. I, I, Jeremy, I'm pretty sure Wait. that I think Fast Fear 4 is Fast 5, because I don't remember Wait, any of this shit. Who's the chameleon? Is it not, it's not ludicrous? It's Han. Han is <laughs> Han's alive. Han is alive, and he is in this movie. Wait, how did he die? He died in Tokyo, but I he don't know. He died in a drifting accident right. in Tokyo Drift. Well, that hasn't happened yet. That was this two movies ago, but before. it hasn't happened yet. What Fast the 5, fun? the fifth movie in the Fast and Furious franchise, the fourth chronologically. <laughs> in Tokyo, which is the third one, is the fifth chronologically? We don't know that yet. <laughs> maybe it is, maybe it isn't. They I also do. need they need a fast talker, someone who can talk their way out of any situation. Who do they call? Is that one ludicrous? They <laughs> call Roman. <laughs> I don't remember from him. Too Fast, Too Furious. All these people go to Brazil? Who the yeah. fuck is Roman? Uh, but not Tyrese? Tyrese, yeah. Oh, it is Tyrese? Okay. okay. Yeah. Oh, he was also, he's the one who didn't like Brian because he became a cop. Exactly. Guys, I know that we say that Fast Five is the most watched movie of all time, but I'm slowly <laughs> realizing I've never seen this movie. I think I thought Fast Four was Fast Five. I remember Brazil, though. You remembered big chunks of Fast Four, Bob. I don't think you've Does Letty or whatever her name? She comes back. In yeah, she's in this movie. Okay, I remember that, and I remember Spoiler. Brazil. How come I don't remember anything else? I'm mixing Four and Five together in my head. You've seen both. I have seen both, I'm pretty sure. But I don't know which one's which. They also need a weapons specialist. Ludicrous. Who do they call? Is it Ludicrous? Gal Gadot. <laughs> oh, she's, yeah. she's back. <laughs> and apparently she's really good with weapons now. Okay, cool. That makes sense. Her and Han are, have some great chemistry in this movie. I know that. They also need a circuit guy because they're dealing with custom chips. I know chips. who this one is. <laughs> it's Ludicrous. Lud Ludicrous runs <laughs> jet ski races, dude. What does he know about circuit? Yeah, they call Ludicrous. <laughs> He's now a professional, like engineer apparently well he goes to space in the ninth movie from the trailers <laughs> i've seen so you could probably do anything and then who else is that everyone am i missing there's someone? like a couple other minor characters i think those two people who argue the entire the time two people from the dominican republic come back yes and they're they're introduced as like two guys who can help us <laughs> like sure they're part of the family you know yeah, so they get the gang together this is like the avengers assemble moment of the fast and furious franchise which is pretty awesome and their plan is to steal the safe from the fucking. Well, for, right? first they steal, they rob one of the cash houses, and they just burn all the money. Oh, gotcha. That yeah. way, why are they burning the money? Because because he needs Reyes to consolidate all of the money put from it all, all in one place. Exactly. Why would you do that though? Because he needs it safe. Where does he put it? In a safe in the police department. Rio de Janeiro Police Headquarters. Okay, we well, use okay. That's pretty smart. Because like, why, who who would be crazy enough to rob that? I can think of a few people. But, <laughs> Police headquarters meant to keep people in, not out. John <laughs> Trader has to say that, right? That's got to be his I line. Think maybe Ludacris says that one. Well, good point, Luda. Yeah, um, I, I'm kind of blanking. There's a lot of stuff in the middle. They need cars, obviously, so they race people. No, I remember that they like. I they need to like get in there fast somehow. I don't think this and happens. They have to get in there furiously. <laughs> 
I don't know if this comes back in the movie at all, but I remember they're like doing like time trials of them like getting these cars. They spend like three. I scenes. remember that, <laughs> and it never comes back. And it never happens. <laughs> I they, remember that. The way they end up stealing the safe is they just fucking pound through it and then ta- uh, like attach their cables and get out of there. They never once need a car to be like. I also remember this. <laughs> You've seen this movie. I am getting Don't slight worry. recall. There's a great scene where they need fast cars for that situation, and they're like, all right, well, let's just go to, like, the local street racing joint, race some dude for his car, and we'll win, obviously, and then take his car. And the guy- That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> if their car beat the car they want, why would they not just use the car they have? <laughs> it's faster than they the need, one No, they need another car. They, they need, only have, like, they one car. They sportier. They need a Tokyo Drift. No, they only have one car. They need two cars. Yeah. That they don't end up using. Either way, they show up to a Rio de Janeiro street racing event, and some guy goes, you're Dom Toretto, you're a racing legend. <laughs> That's how well-known Dom Toretto is in the street racing Are world. Are you sure people aren't like, hey, you're Dom Toretto, you're the number one most <laughs> wanted fugitive in the world? They also say that, but they respect him more as a driver, so they don't, you know, call the police don't or anything. Don't acknowledge that, yeah. yeah. Uh... So yeah, there's a lot of like heist prep stuff that basically gets thrown out the window because nothing goes according the, to plan. The only thing I do remember is they need Reyes's finger fingerprints and Gal Gadot Handprint. and handprints. Hand oh print. yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. But and uh, her uh, Gal Gadot and Han are uh, sent to go get that, and he's like, "How are we gonna do this?" She just goes. She t- he touches her ass, and they got the handprint. That's all I know. That's true. That's all you fun. need to know. Don't send a man to do a woman's job. That's fun. That's what she said. And then she said, Israel has a right to defend itself, which is pretty <laughs> weird. So you go, yikes. I mean, they're bombing children, Gail. I mean, come on. <laughs> I don't remember that in this. Is that an F9? And then uh, eventually they're like, they're going to execute the plan, right? They're, it's bonkers. They're, they're Wait, like, is Letty alive yet? Did I say Letty's alive? She <laughs> died, Ben. Remember? <laughs> Shit. And uh, they've got at this point they've got a tracking device on the rock, so they're like, he's on the other side of town. This is our best window to do it. So half the crew starts leaving, and then who busts in? Fucking psych. The rock. And oh his yeah. Group. You remember this fight scene? He's like, he walks in, and very quickly he's like, "You thought you put a tracker on me? I put a tracker on you, or something." <laughs> he has some weird line that just like. Totally Wait, does he fight Vin Diesel? Yes. Okay, I do remember this part. <laughs> it was pretty it's alpha, the greatest right? fight the scene fight ever. of the century, dude. This felt like, I remember watching this and also watching it again and thinking, you know these people's agents were both like, not, he's not allowed to lose the fight. They, they have, some of the people in these movies, like, some of the reason, like, The Rock isn't in the, like, main branch anymore is because, like, they have too many alphas in the cast where all of their contracts say, like, I cannot lose a fight on screen. It's like, well, then what do we do if no one in our movie can lose a fight? I yep. don't understand that. How do you have creative control over your it's movie character? in your contract. Because I remember The Rock basically, ki- like, he can kill um, Vin Diesel, but he, like, doesn't. They're just still fighting. Other way around. No, no, but then uh, Vin Diesel, like, fucking smashes that wrench right next to The Rock's leaves face. Leaves a crater in the cement. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's just over. They, like, they punch each other through brick walls. They're going through metal poles. Like, they are just... Superheroes. Yeah. They cannot, be, and I mean, The Rock looks like a superhero. I'll yeah. give him that. He's he super was, sweaty in this. He as was well. wet for this one. <laughs> he is. He's tough to hold on to. <laughs> Maybe that was a strategy. He or wears dumb. a tight shirt. You can't oh really grip God, anything yeah. on this guy. And uh, so, yes, Dom doesn't kill The Rock, even though he has the opportunity to. They end up getting arrested. So it's Dom, Brian, Mia, and Vince. I forgot. Vince kind of screwed them over. And Dom, earlier in the movie, Dom's like, "Get out of here." 
fuck off, dude. And then Vince saves Mia towards the end of the oh, movie. Yeah. And then they show up, and uh, Brian's ready to kick Vince's ass again. And Mia's like, no, 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 he saved me. And, and then pregnant. Dom's... Well, he knows that. Oh, already. okay, sorry. And then Dom's like, you hungry? And Vince is like, <laughs> I guess. He's like, your family. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. So it's Dom, Mia, Brian, Vince all get arrested. They're in the back of the Rock's car, which is like a super armored like military car. It's like if the Rock was a car, it is this <laughs> car. And uh, Reyes's army attacks them, and all of the Rock's guys are getting killed. Where's the safe? The safe's still in the police department. Don't worry about okay. it. We haven't gotten there yet. Why is he attacking them? Because no. he, he wants to kill the Rock and... Dom, because Dom already like burned a bunch of his money, and the Rock is just getting in the way. Okay, so not good logic there. It no. seems like he could have just been like gotten away scot free if he just let the Rock take Vin Diesel back to America, and then yeah. he could just like kill the Rock later. Yeah, they've also killed a bunch of this guy's guys as uh, well. So you know, there's blood, and he. Is, I forgot to mention family. the body count is just absurd in this movie. <laughs> Vin Diesel and Brian O'Connor kill people. <laughs> So many people indiscriminately. Like they are not good people. Uh they get attacked. The Rock's team's getting killed. Uh the Rock has this right hand woman who's like a local Brazilian. She plays kind of a big role, so I should have mentioned Immediate, her before. No, but immediately flips to Vin Diesel. Not quite yet. I mean, she's definitely got the haunts for Dom for most of the movie. She has a necklace, I know. We'll get there. <laughs> Sorry, she does jumping out. She does have the necklace for most of the movie. You're actually right. Um the Rock's about to get killed. Luckily, that Brazilian lady unlocks all of them, and they, they kill Reyes' guys. And then Dom reaches his hand out for The Rock to take it and help him back up. And that Wait, why is he... That sealed the deal. Dude, now The Rock is not going to arrest the, the most Rock wanted. The Rock has flipped. <laughs> Dom Toretto can turn any FBI agent into his accomplice. Dude, he's just the most charismatic man in the world. That doesn't make any logical sense. You didn't watch the movie, Bob. It makes perfect sense. So they just go back to, like, Dom's hideout. And The Rock, and the Rock is like, I'm going to help you steal the money? Well, everyone else is like, no, no. we can't do it anymore. Like, it's, it's gone too, too far. Much. Let's just get out of here. Everyone is saying, like, no, we can't do this. Except The Rock. He said, I'll ride with you, Toretto. <laughs> that doesn't make any fucking sense. Especially when you know what happens later in the movie. So they do it. They go. The Rock busts into the police department. FBI agent The Rock yes. is now working with the most wanted man in, a, in the world. <laughs> yes. To break into a police department. And steal a safe. Because he picked him up with his hand. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what is so confusing? <laughs> They uh they bust the wall. They attach. You got Dom and Brian driving. Too they got hooks, like, hooks on the back. They pull the safe out of the wall and then just start driving through the streets. Two cars pulling one safe. The physics don't make any the goddamn sense. Cars aren't even that sweet. They're too like Dodge fucking. I think they're just police Chrysler's cars thing. that they painted oh, gotcha. black. I yeah. imagine that a safe of that magnitude probably weighs a couple tons. It is huge and would rip the bumper off of. It keeps fuck, going It turns up like a hundred times. Like that thing is flying around. They do some it has all these money in it. Mm -hmm. How big's the safe? I don't remember. It's very large. Okay, it's like as big as this room. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's as big as this room. That sounds right. They crash the safe through a bank full of people. They're all dead. <laughs> like, there's no way. There's not a list. At least one casualty. They're going there. like sixty with this fucking thing. They're flying. Um, I mean, th there's just a lot of driving. It's pretty cool. It makes no goddamn sense, but it's pretty awesome to watch. 
Eventually, Dom unhooks Brian and tells him to leave, and then single-handedly just controls this thing with his will, dude. Kills all these Every, cops. All the crooked cops. I remember that. It's basically filmed in the Florida Keys. It's like on that road. Yeah. And Wait, then, uh, so he... I, don't, I, I missed this He part. just like fishtails the safe and is just... So when he, when he drives yeah. left, this thing goes right, and he just keeps going back and forth, so this thing's like a pendulum just that's killing kinda, that's cops. That's kind of scary. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> and then... The rock catches him. The rock catches up to him. Well, they, they crash the car with Reyes, and Reyes is like number two guy, and... The number two guy's about to shoot Dom, but Brian came back. Shoots that guy. Another, another body count. Another murder. And then uh, Reyes is like climbing out. The Rock catches back up to him. Rock just shoots him in the face. Like He's <laughs> like, that's for my team. I'm like, I don't think you can do that. No. I think you're supposed to arrest him. And then they're like, The Rock says, I'll give you 24 hours. But then I'm going to start hunting you again, and I will find you. So he lets Dom and Brian leave. And he's no, like, but, they, but he doesn't let them take do the money. That? He doesn't he let says, them take the money. The safe Bob. stays here, and they're like, "Okay, good deal." Except they pull an Ocean's Eleven heist fast one on you. They already transferred the safe. They switched they had it their up. own safe, Bob. They built their own Bellagio. They put the safe with the money on a garbage truck, latched onto a new empty safe, and that's the one they gave. The they rock. had like they had like thirty seconds to make this happen. They make the they make the switch. They hook the cars up to a fake. Fucking safe. Same safe. Same safe. Same, same making model. Same exact. They bought wow. it from the same store. Nice. And they just fucking get away with it. And The Rock just looks. He's like, God damn. God damn it, Toretto. <laughs> you son up. of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. And then, so something I wanted to do today because there's a post credit scene. Oh, wow. And I forgot to watch it. Okay. But I have it pulled up here. I can't wait. So we can do a live reaction. There's no way I've seen this. I don't think I've ever seen this. To that. the no. post credit scene of Fast Five before we get into Fast and Furious 6 next week. There's a 0% chance I've seen this. Let's see what we got, boys. This shows how Han is still alive, actually, after that crash. Oh, good point about Han. Uh, at the end of the movie, they show everyone like with their millions and how they're spending it. And Han and Gal Gadot are driving... And he's like, I've never been to Monaco or something like that. And she's like, I thought you wanted to go to Tokyo. And he said, we'll get there eventually. <laughs> <laughs> they know, dude. They're so aware of what they're doing. All right. So that's like three years later. Is Tokyo Drift like happening in current time? Yeah, Tokyo Drift happened in 2033. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's the post credit scene. Is she in this franchise? That's a very unprofessional way to dress at work. Also, she get off his in... desk, you fuck. Oh, oh, you motherfucker! Mother Letty's alive! Wow. Chills. I've never seen that. I have not either. Is Letty was... alive? <laughs> <laughs> Only time will tell. In Fast and Furious 6. And yes, uh, what's her name? Eva Mendez? Is that her name? She, I think so. Yeah. She Ryan was Gosling's in, wife. She was in Too Fast, Too Furious. Gotcha. And Fun. just made a cameo for this uh, after credit scene. Oh, cool. she's not even in it going forward. I don't remember. I don't well, the think so. Okay. no we'll repercussions out. for murdering people and yeah, he doing was, a horrible job. He's, he's back at work. It. it looks like it. Wow. Is, I like how he's just like, if it ain't Toretto, I'm not interested. Wait. <laughs> yeah, that feels like there should be multiple cases. Why, he's just why only do you get to pick what you do at work, man? I don't yeah. get to do that. Wait, is, um, is The Rock in Fast and Furious 6? You'll find out next week. All right, shut. Fuck me. God damn it. He's in Hobbs and Shaw, right? Isn't that? Yeah, yeah. That's. <laughs> I've seen that movie. Yeah, that one sucked. Are we excited, boys, for Fast and Furious Six? Yeah, you guys are going to it. 
We are. Yeah. Going, we are seeing. I think me and Bob are fighting to not go to it. <laughs> we are yeah. seeing a theatrical release of Fast and Furious Six next week, which I am so excited for. Dedication, right there. But something else we all watched this week: the final episode of the Mighty Ducks Game Changers, and you heard me right. We all watched it. Ben, yes. ben has caught us up so well that Bob and I are like, you know what, let's just watch the finale. But Ben, please, take it away. I have way too many notes for this. Like, I, I, I just kept writing on this. Yeah, uh, this is one of the greatest episodes of television I think I've ever seen. This includes the, the finale of Breaking Bad. This includes, like, the Red Wedding, the Purple Wedding of Game of Thrones. Just all around great television. And it starts with the Ducks at State's... They have their first opponent against the Maroon Mar- Marauders. Jerry, you're the... Uh, yeah. Yes. Good name. Great name. They, they easily All win. the good names are taken, Bob. Yeah. All the great names are we taken. We learned that. Uh, yeah, they beat them. Then they beat the Caribou. This is, they're just flying through teams. Now, they hadn't won many games before this, right? No, they're... Bob, they're like <laughs> one in seven. No, Bob, you're so wrong. They're the, they're the two seed coming out of the, the Northwest Division. Oh, okay, okay. They're like six and two coming into this. Okay. <laughs> They've won six games, Bob. Okay. Don't worry. All right, all right. So they, they all buzzer beaters. All buzzer beaters. <laughs> uh, they win their first two quick. That'll be the theme of this. The not first... a lot of hockey in the first <laughs> no, part of this episode. No, no it is not. Uh, it reminded me a lot of dodgeball. I talked about this a little bit with you guys, like where they're just showing the ducks going through their side of the bracket, or I'm sorry, the don't bothers going through their side, and then the, the ducks on the other side. It already, man. Just just <laughs> running through this bracket. The ducks going through their side. The don't bothers on the other side. And then all of a sudden... And they face the Lumberjacks, which happens in dodgeball as well. Yeah, yeah but before, right before the Lumberjacks, Alex and Bombay, across the arena in the dark, I'm like, there's going to be a crazy sex scene here uh, at the I arena. I was hoping for it. <laughs> they, they're making you wait for it way too long. But anyways, yeah, uh, then, they, then they play the, the Lumberjacks. They, they don't do the thing in, in dodgeball where they're like... <laughs> <laughs> the best part in the movie. <laughs> But it's a tough game, but Coop's parents show up, Bob. I know. I <laughs> Did you cry? Coop's parents haven't been to a game yet. They don't look like... Are they fucking deadbeats? Like, are they fucking alcoholics or something? They look like perfectly normal people. Why the think, fuck have they never been... I don't know how Coop really got to... I, oh, I think they took a bus, just the whole team. But how does anyways, he get to the rink? How does he get to school? These are the most absent parents buses. I've ever seen. He takes buses, Bob. He takes the public transportation? <laughs> yes. He has to. How else is he going to get there? What the fuck is their problem? But Coop's parents are like, you know what? Let's go to the semifinal game. They don't. They don't wait for the final game. They wait for the semifinal game. Um, was that introduced in the first nine episodes, or was it just the line in the beginning of this episode where someone's never like, introduced. "I wish his parents would show up." No, and- Evan. Evan is like, yeah, like oh, is or Alex is like, I've asked his parents and they just don't. They don't answer. They don't. They don't want to come. What's Evans the little the little? He's the main kid. Yeah. I hate that little bitch. Evan, I do not enjoy that. The best, kid. the best one on the team. No, That's I fine. don't enjoy the Charlie Conway of this yeah. this series. Whenever that fuckhead is on the screen, I'm I, pissed off. I think they wanted to make it similar to the movie where everyone fucking hates Charlie Conway the uh-huh. same way everyone hates Evan. Yeah, I don't know his last he's name. A dickhead. Yeah. Uh, What'd you say? Gilmore. Gilmore. <laughs> Gilmore. Anyways, uh, so they're playing the Lumberjacks and uh, Sophie. Sophie has a big game, but. Fucking hurts her knee. That's a, yeah, she does. That's <laughs> a bit of a that's a bit of an understatement, Ben. It looks like her knee it looks like she got in a traumatic car accident. Yeah, it's her knee's pretty bruised up. But the doctor says looks like she has a bowling ball under but, her knee. Hey, this, listen to this medical expertise. Yeah. <laughs> the doctor says 
you can play on it as long as like it's just a pain tolerance thing it'll be fine your knee will be fine except if it's hit slightly the wrong way you'll never walk again yes <laughs> which is not how anything works at all and who the fuck gives yeah like how do you leave that up to a child she's 12 years old and she's like yeah i want to play everyone else should be like um obviously she would want to play but her parents are like her parents earlier on are saying the only thing that matters is getting into college but then they immediately are like if you get your ged we're fine with but that. what is this girl's pain tolerance it literally looks like she was mangled in like a machinery accident how does that medic look at it and not go you need to go to a hospital immediately instead of saying it's up to you, 12-year-old girl, if you want to risk never being able to walk I'm again. pretty sure the editing in this, it's obviously horrible. I'm pretty sure they just put in a 55-year-old woman who just was in a car accident, and that's the like they show. What are her, like, eyes? A fucking x-ray machine? How can she just look <laughs> at it and be like, yeah, you know, you could be completely fine and you could suck it up, or you could have your leg amputated. Up to you. What kind of medical advice is that? Alright, but back on track here. They have, she has to play for them in... New rule. New rule that was just, like, implemented. Just brought, yeah. That you need ten players. The Ducks were started, they started with five players back in the, at the beginning. But apparently you, you need ten. And she's the tenth person. So, if she doesn't play, they lose. Don't Not- they know that going in, though? Aren't they like, isn't Bombay savvy enough to be like, wait, we need, a, we need an extra. Yes, we only have you would a think you would need an alternate, but they, hey. And also, I was thinking... Why not just dress her? She doesn't necessarily have to play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you need to be active? All right, let her skate around for two minutes and come back. And come right back on yeah, the bench. Doesn't seem that hard to figure out. Yeah, but hey. It's, she would it, skate around for that two <laughs> minutes trip and never walk again, though. But this, this reminded me a lot of Rudy. Have you guys seen Rudy? Parts. Parts? I won't lie to you. I've, I've never seen any of it. Well, anyways. That's the one with Sean S. Yes. And uh, so she's like, I'm going to play. And if we don't, we're going to lose. And, and then Evan, Bob's favorite character, bitch. he drops a stick. He's like, I'm not fucking playing. And then the rest of the team, they drop their sticks. We're not playing. If you play, we're not playing. So to, to not make her feel bad. Who so, the fuck cares? Like, I, that pissed me off. Like, those guys are just pussies. Honestly, I was pretty fucking pissed off, too. Yeah. Like, we're trying to win a fucking state championship yeah. here. I don't care about your knee. Although, to be fair, though, that trophy, can't even drink out of it. <laughs> Fuck you, Jeff, for ruining that. That was awesome. But yeah, uh, so the Ducks end up winning the state championship on a uh, technicality, and they're they're totally Coach T is totally okay with that. What do you think that little fat kid's parents are thinking? We came all we came the first fucking game. <laughs> well, and he, his team forfeited. Coop's parents are not happy. They did not. They didn't go to the next game. Let's talk about this coach for a second. Coach you, T. You mentioned like he's the bad guy. You guys have similar hair right now. This dude, I refuse to believe, is a real person. He's I think they, they animated this this character. He looks like a Disney villain. Like, th- maybe the greatest casting of all time? It's either this or Daniel Day-Lewis as Lincoln. I, I don't know. That guy's, like, a co- comically a dickhead. There's, <laughs> like, nobody acts like that. He's nobody the same guy, that guy who- around kids. He's a fucking <laughs> psycho. This is the same man who got Gordon Bombay drunk just to learn his weaknesses. To take advantage of him. Is that is guy he old, old enough, enough to, to drink? drink? Yeah, yeah, is he? <laughs> Doesn't matter. He looks like he could suit up. Honestly, if he was cast as like a lumberjack in this movie, like on that team, I'd be like, yeah, it makes perfect sense. No, he's the head coach of the villain team. All right, um, but anyways, uh, Alex and him get into a little little scruffle. They're like. Hey, yeah, you won on a technicality. That doesn't even fucking count. And he's like, yeah, it fucking counts. No, it doesn't fucking count. Yeah, it counts. But all right, let's play tomorrow then. Because we can play with nine guys at the the ice palace. Doesn't you don't need ten guys there. A couple of Gordon Bombay's drinking buddies can ref apparently on short notice. Only one ref. There's only one ref. 
Yeah, yeah that's, that's a huge that plot point. Come yeah. on, Joe. Drinking buddy. <laughs> yeah. I'm just uh, fucking friends. Bombay doesn't. No, he has no one in his life. I feel bad for the guy. But anyways. Uh, yeah, they played. Hold on. <laughs> Before we keep going, can I talk about this? I don't know how I didn't start with this. Uh, Emilio Estevez looks like <laughs> shit. <laughs> I have not. I've seen him in the previews, and then maybe they like doctor it up or something. But holy fuck, when I first saw him on my screen, I texted you guys. I was like, "What the fuck happened to him? He looks horrible." It feels like he was a balloon, and someone blew a little more air into him. He's he's puffy. He's got that from that alcoholism. You ever see people that have been drinking for years and they're like a little swollen? Watching him in this show makes me understand how this show got greenlit because he obviously needed this. He looks like a guy who doesn't want to be there, but more importantly, needs the money. <laughs> he doesn't even like he's not even he's not even trying. All his scenes are just <laughs> got his hands in his pockets yeah. all the time. Like, he's not even looking where he needs he looks to like look. He's reading <laughs> off of cue cards sometimes. Well, anyways, they play this. Uh, they have to play a game so uh, to make the state title official. But it's uh, what are the stakes? Coach T says, if you guys lose, you're out of the league forever, because I'm sick of fucking seeing you pieces of shit, which makes sense. I'm sick of them, too. But anyways, the don't bothers are like, if we win, we get the fucking name back. We're the Ducks. And, yeah. Think. Quack. Quack. I love Quack. 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 Because I was like, how the fuck is this still called Muddy Ducks Game Changers? They're not the team. No one even wants to be the Ducks besides Bombay. They're like, alright, I guess we want to be the Ducks. They, I, I thought they rallied around this don't bothers name, which is... I mean, maybe the don't bother's game changers doesn't have the same ring to it. No. Anyways, so this game happens, and uh, the don't bothers get up to a first. Uh, they get a one goal lead, and then Coach T's like, "There's only one ref, and it's Bombay's drinking buddy. He's not looking at anything. He's hammered. Start playing dirty." And then uh, after the second period, they get a three-one lead. But then it's, it's not dirty. It's hockey. It's hockey. Thank yeah, you. Great yes. line. I wrote that down. Line. It's not dirty. It's hockey. Fucking one of the greatest lines ever. So we're back in the third period. But yeah, uh, they've been playing with these Don't Bothers jerseys all year. They're fucking sick. But guess what? Fucking breaks out the old Ducks jerseys. And of course, Evans wearing Conway. I, I, I would assume Sophie has the Banks one on. I don't really know who else. How weird is it that Aberman this guy saved keeps... a bunch of children's jerseys from <laughs> 30 little, years ago? It's a little odd that they still didn't. They didn't I have my hockey jerseys. I, I don't remember turning those in to my coach. But also, your coach didn't keep those, even if you did. What kind of fucking I'm person pretty, does that? He masturbates with those and uses them really as odd. a rag. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. very <laughs> odd. When you, when you actually think about the logistics of it, that's very, very weird. It's, it's strange, for sure. But uh, in the game, it's, yeah, they're down 3-1, but then this girl pulls out a sweet move, Bob. You, you didn't see this one coming. Closes her eyes. Five Stand, seconds. Stand still on the ice. <laughs> like with seconds. somebody right in front of her. Ten like, seconds. She's defender right on her. Ever see someone play with their eyes closed? Ten and, seconds later, and she he's passes just the like, puck. "No, I haven't. <laughs> Can you show me?" And yeah, but this is where Nick the Stick gets his first goal all fucking year. Well, no, I think it was the second goal. Nick had it. That under, kid, that kid is funny. Under well, not as funny as I wanted him to be, but yeah, he's he's the fucking finalist. He's the star of the show <laughs> yes. for sure. He's going to be a, a a star. He should be on Disney Channel in every fucking show. Uh, eventually they tie it up. Don't actually. Oh, they use the that. That one kid uses a sweet move to get the t game tied up. That was the, nice. the Michigan or whatever. Yeah, I don't no, know. No, he called something called. different in the show, like uh, pancakes. Yeah, because he flips pancakes. That oh, that's a whole episode. Him oh, <laughs> <laughs> pancakes? He's a job? <laughs> I think I skipped over that because it, it wasn't crucial to the plot, well, but apparently it came back. Guess what? It's very, very important. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so it's 3-3, three, three, 30 seconds left. Oh, boy. If this comes down to a buzzer beater, I swear to Christ. 
they pull out something that they have not practiced all year. They've not even said the word. They've not said this phrase, and then Bombay just holds up a letter V, and they fucking know what happens. That doesn't happen, but it happens. Because he's like, you know what we're running. These kids have studied the film from 30 years ago. Of peewee hockey. Of peewee hockey. And they run the flying V to perfection. I thought it took like 10 seconds. (laughs) It looks horrible. When they round behind the net to start the flying V, some kid trips and audibly (laughs) goes like ow or something. And they left that. They apparently didn't have another (laughs) shot. They didn't have enough film to fucking do another take. Uh, they run this to perfection. It takes 30 seconds, even though I know it only takes like t- like seven seconds uh, to skate up ice. And Evan fucking puts one home at the buzzer. Their eighth buzzer beater victory of the year. Just incredible that they've won this many hockey games at the buzzer. And yeah, how excited were you guys when they became the Ducks then? Uh, it just made sense. Like, <laughs> honestly, like when they're like, yeah, we'll play for them. I was like, well, no fucking shit. They're going to win. <laughs> Yeah, I can't say I was shocked. By the hockey the, uh, and it looked oh, god awful though. It just that's really takes you yeah, out of it. Yeah, it's not as bad as the movie, but it's not it's great. It's definitely better than the movie. But um, the worst part of this show happens at the very end of it when they cover Alex and Bombay and Gatorade, and I'm like, this is gonna be the sl- the sexiest Gatorade mm-hmm. kiss I've ever mm-hmm. fucking seen, and they fucking don't kiss. They just end the show. They just end the show with uh, yeah. They they become the ducks and like they're. Maybe they're vamping this up. It's like a Jim Pam situation where they don't get together in season like three of The Office. Maybe they're waiting for season four of Mighty Ducks Game Changers till Alex and Bombay get together. That was my biggest thing. We always talked about it in the re- in the reviews, and I was like, "Yeah, no shit." Like it seemed like so obvious that they were going to get together, and they just did not. And it's, I was I at the end, then the episode just ends. You can't tie ends. Bombay down. I think Bombay is still technically married to Charlie Conway's mom, so he couldn't cheat on her. But yeah, that. It was maybe the most satisfying finale I've ever seen in a TV show. I mean, jokes aside, the show sucks. Like, <laughs> Dude, it, that, that episode, I know it's a kid's show, mm-hmm. so like, I can only criticize it so much. But how stupid do they think kids are? They don't leave anything to interpretation. Every scene is just the characters telling each other how they feel, and then while the hockey is happening, they have got some six-year-old girl narrating Everything in the she, episode. I want to punch that bitch and in it's the face. So She's fucking annoying, dude. And who's the guy sitting next to her? her? Dad. That doesn't speak well, the whole time. Well, that was Nick the Sticks role before he joined the Don't Bothers. He was the original podcaster. He was the but, color guy. Yeah, but yeah, I don't, I don't understand why they the wraparound actually a great name for a hockey podcast. I thought that as well. Yeah, <laughs> but other than that, yeah, they. Uh, I don't remember children's shows as much, I guess, but this is like the most straightforward shit ever. Dude, it's unbelievable because I was looking up like some of the actors just because I was bored, and then like some of the like not reviews but like the ratings of it came out, and it has like pretty good yeah, like like wait I have it right here actually um it's got an eighty nine Rotten Tomatoes a seven point five on IMDb <laughs> and I don't know like what the fuck am I eighty nine is that's that's rough actually when I looked at it the other day it was ninety three but it just went down because you guys watched it and rated it. <laughs> I genuinely disliked this whole show, and then the the finale was so it was one of the worst things I've ever seen. But it was so bad that it was I can't so believe, funny. I truly can't believe you watched this whole thing. If there's a season two, I I can't do that it. Sucks. I You're can't. I, I laughed a lot watching this yeah. episode. It was not intended to be funny when I was laughing, but it was so bad that it was so good. I'm so glad it's over. The fact that this was ten episodes, 
what children's show are you going to start watching next week? Dude, I'm, I've been watching this and uh, Mayor of Easttown. One of those shows uh, may get some Emmys. I don't know which one, but we'll, we'll find out. All right, well, that's it. That's it for Mighty Ducks Game I'm Changers. A, a chapter in the story of the Big Movie Boys podcast. Can't believe I did that in my for life. For 10 weeks. <laughs> it's been 70 days. Wow. Holy fuck. We were different people 10 weeks Jesus ago. Jesus Christ. I was like oh 10 God. pounds lighter. <laughs> All right, well, oh we're doing a first. We're, we're closing one chapter, and we're opening a new one. A first for this podcast, because we did start this podcast in the middle, at the beginning of a pandemic. Perfect timing. We are now, for the first time, reviewing a movie that we saw in theaters. Bob, or, uh, ben, you went with your girlfriend on Thursday. I went with my girlfriend, Bob, on Friday. <laughs> We've seen way too many movies, just, the, just you and me. Like, probably, like, what, 15? <laughs> to be fair, though, that was the most business transaction going to a movie yeah. together that we just met in the parking lot, we walked in, <laughs> saw the movie, walked out, <laughs> went our separate ways. <laughs> Didn't even talk that much, honestly. You guys talk less than there is in this movie. Possibly, yeah. But... We are going to go spoiler-free to start because it's a brand new movie. People might be excited to go to theaters if they're vaccinated. Um, however, we may spoil A Quiet Place Part 1 in our pre-discussion. So, yeah, you, I know Bob hasn't seen A Quiet Place 1. So I'll cover my ears for this one. <laughs> just, just a warning on that end. Uh, I don't even have the stuff written down, but it's written and directed by John Krasinski. I know that off the top of my head. He's in it. Killian or Cillian Murphy's in it. Emily Blunt's in it. There's two uh, children. Noah Jupe. Jupe, I don't know how to say it. And, kid? Yeah, he's the, the guy. And it and came out this past weekend. So that's all the stuff you need to know about it. What were your guys' expectations, Bob? I know you haven't seen the first one, which is pretty wild. Ben, I believe you have seen the first one. Did you see the first one in theaters? No, I did not. And uh, it made me very happy to see this one in theaters. Uh, watching the, I watched the first one at home, and I was like, fuck. This would have been a great movie to see in theaters. And, uh, yeah, my expectations going in were just, I didn't get too high because the first one was so good. I'm like, I was kind of like, what, what can they really do here? There's only so much you can do in this universe. And I think because of that, I don't know. Overall, I really liked the movie. I, I liked the start of it. I like, I like seeing, I like that John Krasinski still made an appearance in this movie and, uh, you, you get a lot of Buffalo in this movie, which I fucking love. And, um, yeah, I was not disappointed watching this movie. I thought I thought there were going to be letdowns, and overall, I think John Krasinski did a really fucking good job of of backing up that first movie. Yeah, for me, I remember when I saw the previews for the first Quiet Place, I was uh, like super excited for it. I really wanted to see it, and for whatever reason, I just never went and saw it in theaters. <laughs> and then it got to the point where like it kind of got spoiled for me. I just like it was super popular. Obviously, a ton of people I what just saw it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, so I didn't see the first one, and it just kind of got away from me. It just didn't happen, right? And the second one's coming out. I didn't. I probably could have found a way to watch the first one. Before I think it's it. on. It's been no, on stuff. What, it, oh, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't this week. Oh, I looked, gotcha. But I just watched a bunch of like. I already knew basically what happened. I just watched a bunch of recaps, like like a bunch of different recaps. So I was pretty familiar with the first movie. I felt like I got more than the gist of it. So then I was excited for it because I was like, that first movie, real good. <laughs> Those recaps? Yeah. Oh, incredible. So that must have been an awesome movie. <laughs> and then, yeah, I was pretty pretty excited for it, and it definitely did not... I feel like sequels always kind of suck, especially yeah. in, like, the horror genre. And this was, like, I don't know, 
probably better than the first movie. <laughs> You're qualified to say that. Yeah. I really liked it, though. It was pretty sweet. Yeah, I didn't see the first one in theaters. I just saw it, I think, on TV, maybe. Like, at, just at some point after it had TNT. been out. Sure, maybe. Um, so going, and I, I don't think I liked the first one as much as most people did. I, I didn't dislike it, but I just felt like it was, it might have been a little overhyped by the time I saw it, potentially. So going into this one, I wasn't like overly excited. I was like, if it's as good as the first one, then I'll be happy. And I think it was pretty much on par with the first one, but it was a lot better watching it in a theater. And maybe it's because I haven't been in a theater in a year and a half, but I think that that type of movie in particular lends itself to a better better experience if you watch it in a theater. It also made me think that I was going to get pissed off immediately because I want to ask you guys about your theatrical experience. I went in expecting to be pissed. Yeah, me too. Because this is a movie where that's going to be quiet for a lot of it. And I knew some assholes were just going to, after not being allowed in a theater for a year and a half, were just going to start talking. And at the beginning of our movie, there were people just talking. It felt very, very realistic that we were going to have a horrible watching experience. Yeah. Oh, really? There were just people talking? There was a group of like younger kids in our row oh. that, honest to God, just were having a regular conversation. And it, somebody yelled, like, sh and, like very aggressive shush yeah. to them. Oh, right this, was not, this yeah. was not in the previews? This was during, this was during Well, they came the in started. late. They came in oh, late. You yeah. heard them. They came yeah. in like when the, like, John Krasinski was talking in the beginning. Oh, I love that. He's like, enjoy yeah. a quiet place part two. They're like, what? I was like, who the <laughs> fuck are these guys? Hope they're not in our row. Yep, they're three, three seats down from us. Oh, yeah. They were brutal, but they ended up getting quiet. They they picked back up in the middle. There was a few people like on their phones, which I don't know if I just noted noticed more. There was a guy scrolling through Facebook in front of us. Yeah, but I, I don't like, know if I just noticed that more because like yeah, I haven't been in a theater in a while, and like it's completely pitch black, and you yeah. notice like those little lights. I don't know, but besides a little uh, mishap in the beginning, I think it went okay. I think yeah. we were all good moviegoers, right? We all turned our Apple watches on yep. theater mode. Um, I had a guy who was like coughing a little bit during the movie, and I that was fucking lost it. And like, I I feel I almost feel bad for that guy because choke, just hold it in they, as hard as you can. It sounded Don't like kill. he was. They were like the coughs where it's like clearly this is this the guy's last resort. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, this at least he's trying. If I was coughing during this movie, I would feel like I would I would be like, goddamn, I'm a piece of shit. Like maybe I gotta leave. Yeah, <laughs> I don't get to watch this movie today. I can try. I can try again next week. That's honestly, I, felt, I, I, I think that's what was going through his head. Maybe he left because after like halfway through the movie, I didn't hear again. But the, the sound in this movie is great, Jeremy. We've both watched Sound of Metal. It's like what I can compare it to, like because I didn't see um, a Quiet Place in theater, so I haven't really thought about like sound mixing. You don't really think about sound mixing in movies. It doesn't sound like that when you're watching it at home. That definitely yeah. like when you're watching it in a theater. The way they used it, like the way they used the girl who's deaf, like like to like have her be the focal point of sound is like I think they do an even better job in this movie than the first. In the first, they yeah. kind of just I don't like, remember them doing that so much. Yeah, Maybe it's because I it's watched it. It's more so a, when they show her perspective, they like show it as deaf. But like here, they're like showing her on the screen, and then someone touches her, sound comes on. I'm like, that's that just pretty cool. sweet. I really like that. Yeah. Too. Another uh, theatrical experience thing. I don't know, again, if it's just the fact that I haven't been there in forever, but it felt like they upgraded the sound system in the theater we were in. Yeah. That thing was punching. Yeah, it sounded really good. However,. There was a tear in the screen that was very distracting. Oh, really? I did not see that. I won't tell you where it was in case we end up in that auditorium again, but I noticed it during the, the trailers uh, before the movie, and I almost said something to you, but Dude, like, I would have yeah. This I proves like, Jeremy's the best friend because Bob would have been like, look at that fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was a, a thin little tear, and if, it, if the 
picture was dark enough you couldn't see it, but if it was a very bright oh. image, you could see it, and it was it was annoying. But Bob, I heard you were a little jumpy during this movie, dude. Every <laughs> every single jump scare got me. Every single fucking one. Like I did not miss one of them. Every single time I was shitting. Bob my pants. wasted his money on a seat. That dude was out of it for most of the movie. He was jumping around over there. Dude, I tell you, every single one got me. Every single one got me. There is a That's point so where, not a spoiler, but the deaf girl is on a train and walking through, and it's you remember like, that scene? The, yeah, no, I know exactly. The, ten, the tenseness is being built. You know, there's a jump scare coming, but and there's a couple. Yeah. And at one point, Bob just goes, fuck this train. <laughs> dude, it was horrible. I was just said, fuck this yeah, train. Dude, I was just, I was, I was so, I was so on the edge of my seat. I was fucking freaking out. The first one is like when the, I don't even know what to call them. The aliens. The aliens, yeah, because I guess we learned early on they're aliens. We don't know that in the first movie. We're just kind of like left to assume. You still don't know. That's the best I guess. I assume they're aliens, but anyways, they, uh. That thing flies by and you're like, holy shit. But then yeah. when the, the dead person flops out, or is this a spoiler? That's not really a spoiler, right? If you, you might jump. You're, you're going to jump no matter what. Bob knew it was coming and still jumped. When that dead person pops up, you're like, holy shit, that one got me the most. It was almost frustrating for me because like some of them are do actually come out of nowhere and will scare you, but a lot of them are like so <laughs> telegraphed. You're like, you know it's coming. Like the music is building. And even then I'm like, it's going to happen, it's going to happen. And I'm like, fuck. Like, literally every single one got me. There were two that definitely got me and the rest was my right side of my body flinching because I was afraid Bob was going to hit me or something. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I think we all agreed that it was definitely worth seeing, especially yeah. in a theater. 100%. Assuming... You know, you don't get stuck with a bunch of assholes. Um, I don't know, are there any other, like, while we keep it spoiler-free? It just made me, like, happy to be at a theater again, and I'm, like, excited to go. I, I don't know about the previews for mine did not look great. I'm assuming they're the same previews yeah. for you, but there's a couple. That's the other thing. When me and Jeremy go to movies, I always, every after every preview, that looks good. That looks bad. <laughs> every I, single time. I, I didn't have. like any of them. Uh, nothing, nothing really, even, like, um... I have this movie in, the, in the movie draft. I'm the fucking preview. <laughs> oh, yeah. The Conjuring yeah. movie. <laughs> Which I have Oh, seen. when she gets pulled off the yeah. cliff? I've seen oh, yeah. that preview three times, and it still scared me. <laughs> now, that shit gets me every time, too. That but, was how I knew this was going to be a tough one for Bob when he's jumping <laughs> during the, the previews. Bob came ready for that movie. <laughs> like I said, it was an excruciating watch for no, me. No, but like, wasn't it fun to be like back in a movie theater? And like, I know movie theaters were kind of dying before the pandemic, even then the pandemic seemed to almost kill some off. But I almost, I almost think people being allowed to go back might jumpstart it a little. Like, I, I want to go see more movies in theaters now. I enjoyed it so much more. Like, it was so, like, we mentioned the sound and like, obviously the big screen and like, it's just the feeling of going to a movie is awesome. And I haven't had that in a while, so it felt great. But there was a moment where I was just like, how much time's left? Like, I really just wanted to, like, pause but this it and is see like what I got This was, like, almost the perfect movie, a perfect movie, because it there's, it was, like, an hour and a half, like, I was out. I'm happy that it was short, and I'm happy that it was good, because, yeah, my first movie back could have, could have sucked. This could, yeah, I, I'm glad. It this, might be Fast 6 if like, I didn't go see it. <laughs> I've been driving past movie, like, the same movie theater, and it, it's crowded each time. This helps my movie draft uh, stock, but. Yeah, we got I, any I'm, numbers on I'm that? hoping, no, like, th this might, or people were just seeing Cruella. It's either this or Cruella. I gotta think this one was a little more popular, but who knows. I didn't even check to see, like, how many theaters it was playing in when we went. 
Again, well, very transactional, in and out. Yeah. Did you stop and get uh, any snacks? Did you fully indulge? Oh, in... I got popcorn. Yeah, I got never. popcorn and a drink. I would never. Bob, I, I would call even... you a sucker. <laughs> Bob and I didn't even look. No. You know That's what? That's the my... other thing. That's a bit. We know we ain't. Maybe because shit. I was on an actual date, you guys were. It was all transactional. I felt we got popcorn. We got. We both got a drink. And I don't let Liz get anything. Listen to this. To the all right. So the I guess the the tickets ended up being like twenty seven after like the fee, mm. and then um. We got two drinks, two small drinks, and a small popcorn. $23. Holy fuck. Yeah, they bent me over. Yeah. <laughs> Might as well just stamp sucker on your forehead, Ben. <laughs> you gotta bring in... I'm just pissed I couldn't wear... Well, I could've worn a coat that Normally night. I do. Bring my, everything. My thinking was almost like, you know what? They've been shut down for a year. Let me... It almost felt like a donation. No. No, absolutely <laughs> not. Take more from those people. Did I ever tell you guys about the time that I was in a movie theater and somebody brought in like a fork and knife and was eating off a plate? <laughs> I literally was that heard you? It. That someone? No, so I like heard the noise. Like, what you know, were like they the eating? Cutlery? I don't no idea. Steak? I couldn't really see. Steak, it was, little it, asparagus, it was, mashed it potatoes? Dark. It was dark, but I turned around and was like, this guy is fucking eating. Like, <laughs> eating off of a plate. But at the same time, I was like, that's so fucking dope. Like, I should start doing stuff like that. I used to bring in a lot of stuff in the theater. Is that Seinfeld where George Costanza brings in, like, pasta? I don't, I don't know I, what... It, I don't remember that one, but that sounds like a George Costanza <laughs> thing to do. I fucking hate movie theaters. Charging just, you up the oh, ass. I you just, that's an interesting pause. Now we can finally talk about how much I hate movie theaters jacking up their prices. Well, they have to because they don't make money off the movie at all. Good point. So you, I paid for all three of us to see that movie, basically. Thanks. You know, Appreciate your it. concessions don't go towards the uh, box office. You know, Sadly. You're trying to inflate those numbers there. All right, well, let's, uh, let's open it to spoiler-filled discussion. We all agree. Go see it. We mm. think it's worth watching. Probably... Don't want to have it spoiled for you, I would imagine. So go watch it. Pause the podcast. We'll be here when you get back. In the I there's good recaps for it, though. You should watch the, <laughs> watch the recap. In the meantime, though, I'll just start by saying it was a jarring experience. I watched the last episode of Mighty Ducks Game Changers right before this movie, and the difference in child acting quality was night and day. I know. The, the Mighty Ducks actors really have their shit together. Yeah, no. <laughs> the that, kids in A Quiet Place mm-hmm. are... I mean, everyone's really good, but kid actors suck more times than they don't. And the son, who is not built for this world, first of all. No. But when he well, gets I could it, appreciate that, because he was kind of me. That, that would be me. But I don't really remember him being that scared of the world in the first one. That's one yeah. of my slights. I don't remember the first one all that clearly, if I'm being honest. But when he steps into that like bear trap thing... The scream he lets out, I was like, that's impressive. That, kid's a real, that kid is a really good actor. I was very impressed with him. I'm a, I could never act, don't get me wrong. There's a couple times where I'm like, he's overdoing it. It's just more so like the, the chest scenes where he's like out of breath almost. But the, other th- that fucking thing, when he, when he steps in that, that trap, mm-hmm. I was thinking during this, if that was me, would I be able to hold it in? Because he's screaming and they're like, fucking stop screaming, stop screaming. I think I'd be able to hold it up. No, I'd say shoot me in the fucking head right now. <laughs> I would just no way. That shit has turned so bad. I thought, I thought one of the major. Also, he was like way in better shape than he should have been. You should have no, bear trap. Your ankle. You probably have to get Don't that you, amputated. You broke your ankle. When I first saw that, I was like, oh, this movie's not going to be that good because I thought the biggest plot point was going to be they're going to have to cut off his leg and just deal with the sound of it. And they didn't deal with that at all. Like they just like wrapped up and like deal with that. But I thought a major plot point was gonna be like we're amputating his leg, 
let's figure out how to do this. Kind of like how like she had to give birth in the first movie. Exactly. And, like, yeah. You've which, seen it. That would, yeah. That, maybe they didn't do that because it was like, that'd be too. But that's what similar. I thought. Like, uh, but they just. I would have liked that though. They yeah. just use that as like a way to like get your blood pumping early on, and like you almost forget that it happened to him. Yeah, he's like limping around later but on, not but like badly. He, they don't over. It's a good way of doing it. Like, he's they use it around, as a scare. But he's they, limping around, but I don't think he's like hampered in any way because they all walk slowly. Exactly. Anyway. Yeah. So like you almost forget like why he's moving so slowly. I thought Killian Murphy was really good. He was yeah. fantastic. If, I like the look of him in this movie. Yeah. If you can't get John Krasinski in there, get another good-looking dude with a beard who's just kind of. I love him. He like I recently watched Dunkirk. He's great in that. I I love him as Scarecrow in uh, the Dark Knight trilogy. He's great in Inception. Fuck it. I might fucking watch uh, Peaky Blinders because of that. I've almost watched it because of him. I'm a huge fan of yeah. his. He might I'm, be in my. He possibly sneaks into my top five favorite actors. Definitely in the top ten, maybe top five. He's yeah. We talked about it a little earlier. He's like a step below Tom Hardy. Like, yes. I fucking love both of them. Yeah, like you have your obviously your top tier, like your Brad Pitt, your Leonardo DiCaprio, and then you got like your sleeper, like really good actors, yeah. or Tom Which Hardy, is them. the people's favorite actors, or your Tom Holland. I feel like Tom Hardy, Tom Holland, very similar movie stars, but not like yeah, upper not, echelon. Yes. And he's a step below, but I think he could be there. And. That whole intro scene with uh, the flashback scene that John Krasinski's in. Is I loved that. Mostly, I feel like, to introduce Killian Murphy's character. Yeah. And then you just kind of also see, like, everything. The I love the way that they showed that just that comet or whatever, the, the fire in the sky. Mm-hmm. And then everyone just like, okay, I guess we're not playing baseball anymore. Like, we should probably Honestly, all just go home. But everyone's, like, really confused. And then when the aliens, we'll just call them, come in, those things... Or, I don't remember them being that cool in the first movie. They don't really utilize them as much in the first. The, those things just truck through everything, kill people instantly. Like, it's wild watching them move around. I thought that first scene was super fucking cool because they, they, like, accomplished, like, three different things during it. They show you, like, how it started. Mm-hmm. They show you, like, Killian Murphy and, like, that, obviously, he's going to come back. And they show you, basically, like, their relationship and how, like, they start, like, they show the relationship with Kelly Murphy and like they show John Krasinski like with his family and like I you just kind of assume they um knew sign language, but it makes sense that they know sign language and they all know sign language. I don't know. They just did a lot with that scene. And it's also cool because I played at that baseball field. That's that was my fourth thing, I guess, about that. Yeah. Pretty sweet. And then uh I mean, we move back to the they basically have that intro scene, then it's like Here's where we ended A Quiet Place Part 1, and then the movie really starts, like, yeah, 15 minutes I thought in. we were going to get more flashback scenes, and I almost wish we did. Like, of, no, like, the beginning couple days. I kind of almost... I, like, I, I'd like to see I how they got their house that. and everything prepped, and, like, also, where, how the fuck did they get all that sand? Yeah, but then they that could have been, like, a... T- <laughs> That's a lot of sand. Really, really, honest, honestly, got to think about it. That's a shitload of sand. <laughs> I agree with that. But then this movie's, like, two and a half hours, and you're like, I don't know if I need that scene where they're getting the sand together. Okay, that's their hundredth wheelbarrow of sand. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I, we, we can talk about the Buffalo stuff as well, because you mentioned there's the baseball field. In North, North Tonawanda. The shops in East Aurora. Shop, yeah, that's also in that first scene. And yeah. Eventually, they do cross the Grand Island Bridge as well, which, and... That one was the coolest for me. That one was Because cool. that one was, it's, like, like, the field's an NT. You can tell, like, they shot it a certain way. Like, it doesn't look... No, yes, yeah. Same with, like, the shops in East Aurora. Like, they changed a lot of the storefronts. I mean, I've been on that actual street, and it kind of gets the same feel, but at the same time, if you didn't tell me that that's it where it was... It could have been any other small yeah, town in I America. Would not have, you wouldn't have known. Yeah. 
But the Grand Island Bridge. Grand Island Bridge, I saw my house in the background. Yeah. <laughs> that one was the coolest, for sure, because it was like... I mean, they were only on it for, what, 30 seconds? I texted you guys after the movie of the, the Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio uh, gif of him pointing at the screen. Like, that was... Is that how you guys felt when that came yeah, up? Yeah, no, I did. I was but, expecting our theater to really start talking then, but no one made a sound. Yeah, I almost wanted an applause. Like, I'm not even joking. For a bridge? <laughs> I wanted to applause it. Like, I was excited. It was just, like, weird because, like, I've, I don't know, I've, like, ridden my bike up to that, like, point of the bridge. Like, I've been there before. The way they very shot odd. it made it seem like that was a beautiful fucking bridge. Yeah, like, it's a dump. Uh, <laughs> for a second, I'm like, is that the Golden Gate it, Bridge? You cross it, and then you're in Grand Island. <laughs> yeah. You feel dirty when you get on the other side. But I also like that they digitally added an island in the, in the river as well. Yeah, I needed that because uh, for a second when that island popped up, I, I was just like, huh, I, I've, I've crossed that bridge. I don't know if that island's real, but yeah. I, uh, That's where Phil lives. <laughs> for a second, I thought it was real, but I, I, yeah, it's, it's not there. Do you guys have any, uh, any criticisms? Because there, there are a couple that I have. Oh, that's interesting. I actually have not even thought of criticisms that I have of the movie. Uh, one of them is, uh, yeah, just the little overacting by uh, Noah Jupe, but yeah, whatever. Like, he, he was really good throughout this movie. The acting's really good all around. One of my only complaints is they use, they use, like, this really cool way of shooting where they show, like, three different scenes all at once where, like, they're going, uh, um, Killian Murphy and the, the deaf girl are, like, approaching the boats. Um, Noah Noah Jupe is like almost uh, getting stuck with the oxygen, like in getting away from one of the one of the aliens, and uh, I think Emily Blunt like getting shit together. But then they use like the same exact tactic at the end with killing both the. Um, I almost want to call them demi demigods Demi-go- because demigods. That's what they look like from Stranger yeah, Things. Exactly like that, which is why I think even when of, their face opens up, it's like I think of exactly. Eleven like yeah completely when I see that. But like they use it again. It's cool both times, but I almost think, like, I wish I would have just seen it once. Like, maybe just save it for the end or just do it at the beginning. But honestly, that's just nitpicking. Like, I, I can't yeah, think even, of anything deeper than I, that. I, honest to God, like, cannot think of really anything. I would have to, I would have to really, really nitpick at something. Yeah. I mean, my, my main criticism is the same I had for the first movie, where it's just, like, sometimes characters make dumb choices for no reason. Noah Jupe's entire, like, arc in the middle of this movie... Yeah, makes no goddamn sense at all. He just it decides. It felt like they were just like, he's a really good actor. We need to use him. What do we write for him? I guess, but then he, they just make him do like seven stupid choices in I a row. I was so pissed. So that didn't make a lot of sense. I mean, even just the daughter saying like she has this idea to use her little hearing aid thing that they discover in the first movie that kind of hurts the aliens. She wants to broadcast it over this radio station that they discover. Does she even propose that idea to Emily Blunt or anyone else? Or no, does she just assume, just like, I just have her. to run away and do this? No, she doesn't say it. She says it to her brother, and That's he's kind of like, don't go. But then she just fucking goes. Like, you would think he would have been like, hey, I think she's thinking of leaving. But, like, her, her idea is great. Like, she wants to be like John Krasinski. She wants to save the day. But her character, at least, I understand her choices. Because she's, like, that age where you're, like, you want to be, you want to prove yourself to your family. And, like, she, like, is obviously... Her dad just died yesterday. Like, it, it just fucking yeah, happened. Yeah, they're, per- they're pretty calm about that. And I, th- I get why she's making her decisions. The son, I don't get what he's doing at all. He just wants to, like, make fucking noise and do stupid shit. And then the entire time that Killian Murphy and the daughter are on their adventure, I'm like, 
Emily Blunt still doesn't know where you guys are. Like, you just totally abandoned. Like, you could have. No, she thinks they're coming back. You could have walked right back and said, We have this plan. We're going to go do this. But instead, you just well, kept And going we can through. all go together. Yeah, we can but, all do and this. And I thought they were going. It seems like that's the logical step. And they just, you just kind of go with it because they I, just keep going. I was genuinely mad that they didn't do that. But then when they have the boat scene and then the, like, the basically just the boat tribe of yeah. people who fucked them up, no way they get out of that then if they have all of them there. Good so point. like it, it worked out for the better. Like if if Emily Blunt's there, she, like they're all they're all being they're all killed. At least one of them dies. I think it works out them. That was the most I jumped when when that little girl wraps the um the oh, knot was, around his, the noose around his like around Killian Murphy's neck. That was the part where I because that you expect to see the aliens. You expect to see like crazy shit like that. Like just even like a, a loud noise. You're like, oh, that makes sense. I was not expecting this tribe of people. That that got me to jump the most. I was expecting that once they started, not like any of anything specific from that scene, but like I knew like once they were out, they were gonna definitely encounter like yeah. I just didn't. I didn't think people. it was gonna be like that. Yeah, I think they did a really good job with that. The only other thing now, I really have been thinking now of what my criticism would be is it just I feel oh, like you hate this movie now. No, no, I just feel like there's like <laughs> like when the aliens come, I feel like it just kind of like it's not. Uh, like standard the amount of time before like you make noise or how how loud the noise has to be because i feel like there's like sometimes where somebody drops a fucking pin and an alien slices their neck within five seconds but then like there's times where like you can they're whisper, rattling yeah. like, on that fence like for a couple times like them trying to fit through with their backpacks like she rattled on that thing for like 10 seconds and like even when like he's yelling and screaming after like the bear trap i'm like how is there not one here yet yeah because in the first movie didn't john krasinski like yell one time and, but they like, were already nearby at that point that, like, they that, were hunting them i already. guess that's what you got to the, the, it plays the, as I, I guess the comparison there is like the the son who dies in the first movie he's but, literally swiped right away but like yeah he he makes like one little noise like with that with that airplane and then but i the, guess you could say like they were also maybe they were closer they were just close. yeah, yeah that's, that's the only thing but i guess like i said we just right we just explained it away you're right because like they're like so nervous to step off the sand. It almost made me think like, why did we need the sand to begin with? Because we they just... fucking walked the entire way without it after that. I guess yeah, just as you a didn't really need measure. it. I wish, yeah. But the like more, pulling out the more I think about, on. the more I seen like I, I need those three scenes where they're just fucking putting sand yeah. everywhere. <laughs> How far is it into town? That's like two miles of sand. That's a lot of fucking sand. <laughs> it's literally like, like honestly, like really think about. It. <laughs> There's so much fucking like you need so much equipment for that too. <laughs> that loud, does, loud equipment. Yeah, that doesn't make any fucking sense. You're right, Bob. This movie sucks. <laughs> oh man. Ben already kind of mentioned the finale having kind of like two planes of action being cut back and forth. Other than the stylistic choice of it, were you satisfied with the ending of? The kids stepping up and uh, kind of killing the aliens, yeah, to, I like to that. save both their mom and Killian Murphy, respectively. I that. Yeah, besides what I said about it, it was really cool. And I, when they make it to the island, you're almost like, okay, how how are they going to make this work? Where I thought the point of the movie was going to be them having to go back and get them. Like that's why I, re I really like this. I like movies where like I think I know what's going to happen, and then something else completely happens, and it, it and it makes more sense then. Yeah. My biggest complaint with that, then, though, is that um, the random alien, the boat just randomly makes it to that island and then is able to kill all those people. That didn't bother me. I, didn't kinda, bother I thought you? that was cool. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, they needed a way for it to happen, for so I'm okay with it. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, and then when the kids step up, like, 
she's the smartest one in this movie. It's it amazes me that it took. Maybe this is what it's been like a what is it a year? Four hundred seventy something days, I think. It's so a year just and over a year. So I guess it makes sense that they haven't been able to figure it out. But you're telling me they they couldn't think of any way to start chomping down these aliens. Most people on the island didn't give a shit, right? The, the, the people on the island don't give a fuck about the mainlanders. But I like how they explained it that they had like twelve boats ready to go and only two made it out. And uh, yeah, when that when what's his I don't I'm gonna butcher his name and I don't even know it. The guy on the, the island, actor? yeah, Jimon. As soon as they showed him on screen, I'm like, I'm sorry, buddy. You're dead. You're dead as hell. And uh, yeah, he he died. And uh, <laughs> are we supposed to think there's going to be a third movie, or are we like? they're going to live happily ever after because they're just going to blast this shit over every radio wave. I think there's got to be a, like a cleanup, right? Like we, like we know that, I mean, now we know that they can't cross water, they can't swim. We now know a way to kill them with the fucking sonar or whatever the fuck that is, frequency that makes them, their brains fucking melt. Like, I feel like with those two things that we know now, I feel like there's definitely a plan or at least a path that they could figure out a way to get rid of these aliens. And I think that is probably what is going to be the future going forward. But like knowing that they can't swim, I just feel like there's like that island. There's a lot of people that are living a very different life right now, you know, like in this world. Like how big does like where do they land? Is it only like these small Are islands people, and they just got lucky that no one Hawaii there? doesn't even know what's going on. That's what I'm saying. Like, is there like what is the uh, what is the size of like the island? Like where there's not the rules aren't clear. Yeah, but I feel like you could figure it out, and I feel like there's definitely gonna be a quiet place three. I was gonna ask, do you guys want to be. a third one? I'd be fine. I'd honestly be fine. The first one is so good. I'd be fine if they just <laughs> if they didn't make a second. And I, I do hate that they're doing sequels for everything. That's just what people have always done. That's what fucking Hollywood always is. But the second one was really good. So, like, yeah, why not make a third? This, yeah, you were right, Bob, when you said the second one's better than the first one, I yeah. think. <laughs> but, like, when the, yeah, when this first came out that there was going to be a second one, I was, like, annoyed. But then it was, like, cool because it was being filled in Buffalo. But then I was also, like, oh, I hope it doesn't suck because it's being filled in Buffalo then. Because it would be cool if more movies somehow came back here. But anyway, uh, just thinking about it, John Krasinski is like I now trust him with this whole like mm-hmm. if he decides to do a third one, I don't I don't just assume he's doing it for like a cash grab. I think he actually has a plan in mind. I don't think he wants to just do it. I think he's set with money. Like I think the office yeah. is rolling in money for him. He doesn't need it just for that. I think if he does the third one, like I I, I trust him now. I don't. Uh, it almost scares me a little bit. Maybe my expectations would be too high. But if there's a third one. I'd, I'd go see it in theaters. I want it now. I would just be a little more... I don't know. You can't go more. three for three. Does he, give, <laughs> does he give you like a Jordan Peele vibe? I feel like if he makes another movie, not another Quiet Place movie, but he makes another movie and it's another a, like a hit different, like this. Yeah, a different movie. Because like, where yeah, you're Jordan, just like, yeah, everything they make, I'm going to see from here on out. That's how I am with Jordan Peele. Whatever yeah. that motherfucker puts out, I'm like, I'm going to see it. That dude's only done good... Th- he's, done, he's done like three good things. And I'm like, yeah, he can't miss. Yeah, I think that's my biggest argument why I wouldn't want to see a third one is because I do want to see what else he could do. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. like if maybe if he did a third one like a couple of years from now, but yeah, I I would like to see him. Those kids are gonna get old. <laughs> yeah, but it's not gonna be another prequel. <laughs> yeah, I need to see another another John Krasinski. But project. I almost, I think he can do it. Like I, I I don't know. I think I trust him. I trust him to do other shit. I hope he does do other stuff because. It's pretty cool that he even was able to do this. I don't, I don't see fucking uh, Pam from The Office no. making movies. Well, any final thoughts on Quiet Place Part 2? Yeah, my are final thoughts. Ben, are you going to go back and pad your stats this weekend one yeah. more time? 
Yeah, I'm going tonight to watch it one more time. <laughs> <laughs> Are we doing first weekend or first week? First weekend. First weekend. Opening Ooh, weekend. That's tough. Uh, my only complaint, my last only complaint, is uh, could we not have come up with a better title? A Quiet Place 2? Come on. Part 2. Quieter? It's getting quieter? <laughs> Something. A quieter place and then the final, the quietest place? <laughs> exactly. That's what I wanted. Yeah. Um... Part two better than part one, and <laughs> just I I really liked it. I, I'm I'm. Are you young. gonna watch the first one now, or do you not need to? I don't think I do, but for some reason I kind of want to. Bob's just waiting for those A Quiet Place Part Two recaps to start <laughs> dropping. Uh, well, I definitely enjoyed it. It was good to be back in a theater. I'm glad it wasn't a shitty experience because I was fully anticipating one. But movies are back, baby. Theaters are back. Yeah, we might. We should start a second podcast. Big Theater Boys? <laughs> Only review theatrically released movies? What if now that people can go see movies in theaters, people start listening to this podcast? <laughs> that, that's what that that would be the biggest, That would be a twist. Yeah, we'll see if that happens. <laughs> uh, what do we got next week? I know we got Fast and Furious 6. Are we doing... Oh boy. What? What are we doing? Is it a trilogy? Are we starting a trilogy next week? Oh, maybe. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> are we? You oh know, my I, god. I've been seeing some more traffic lately. <laughs> <laughs> we did the Lord of the Rings trilogy, and now we're doing another one starting next week. Oh, I'm so excited. We're watching Rush Hour. This podcast caters to Bob's favorite trilogies. <laughs> I, I was going to say, that's kind of sweet. I never pick any movies, so then we finally get my fucking trilogies in oh, here. Oh man, I can't fucking wait. I'm very excited. I'm gonna watch it right after this, and then watch it again. So the next next three weeks, we got Rush Hour, Rush Hour 2, Rush Hour 3. Guess what's after that? F9. F9? F9? Oh wow. wow. So we have F9, then the Havsies, then the week. This is really like a big week for us. After that, we're interviewing Mark Wahlberg live on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot we're about getting that. Every, we're getting Rush Hour, we're getting F9, we're getting Mark Wahlberg. We're doing all our greatest hits. I'm looking forward to it, boys. We got three three great episodes coming up. I mean, they're all great episodes, but we know what the next three are. As if you've listened all the way to the end of this, you know they're all great episodes. All right. Well, with that, thank you for listening. And remember, 